Today's devotion comes from Luke 17, verses 11 through 19. This is the story of Jesus cleansing the ten lepers. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was going through the region between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, ten lepers approached him. Keeping their distance, they called out, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, they were made clean. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. And he prostrated himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus asked, Were not ten made clean? But the other nine, where are they? Was none of them found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Get up and go on your way. Your faith has made you well. Ten lepers encounter Jesus as he is traveling through Samaria and Galilee on his way to Jerusalem. But instead of standing apart and shouting the required warning of their dreaded disease, leprosy, they were to shout, unclean, unclean, as people approached. Instead of shouting, unclean, unclean, they approached Jesus, still within a safe distance, and they seek his mercy and his healing by shouting, not unclean, but Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. In Leviticus 13, we read, um, let's read the teaching on, on being unclean in, uh, in verses 45 and, and 46. Those who suffer from a serious skin disease must tear their clothing and leave their hair uncombed. They must cover their mouth and call out, unclean, unclean. As long as this serious disease lasts, they will be ceremonially unclean. They must live in isolation in their place outside the camp. Jesus replies to these 10 lepers who have approached him, asking him, crying out to him for mercy. Jesus replies by telling them to go to the priests, which means that they were cleansed as they went on their way. For the purpose of seeing the priest was to be declared clean. A little bit later in Leviticus 14, you have the whole, pretty much the whole chapter dedicated to the purification, um, or at least the first half of it, to the cleansing from skin diseases. But let me highlight just a few verses, verse, verses 2 to 4 and then verses 8 and 9. The following instructions are for those seeking ceremonial purification from a skin disease. Those who have been healed must be brought to the priest who will examine them at a place outside the camp. If the priest finds that someone has been healed of a serious skin disease, he'll perform a purification ceremony using two live birds that are ceremonially clean, a stick of cedar, some scarlet yawn, yarn, and a hyssop branch. And then in verses eight and nine, we continue, the persons being purified must then wash their clothes, shave off all their head, and bathe themselves in water. Then they'll be ceremonially clean and may return to the camp. However, they must remain outside their tents for seven days. On the seventh day, they must again shave all their hair, 
from their heads, including the hair of their beard and their eyebrows. They must also wash their clothes and bathe themselves in water. Then they'll be ceremonially clean. Then they're to offer sacrifices for purification. This goes on through verses uh, through verse 32. So this is what was expected of going to the priest when you had been unclean because of a skin disease like leprosy and now you had been healed by Jesus you needed to be declared clean by the priest that's why Jesus sent them to the priests however after being healed after being cleansed only one of the ten returned to Jesus and he returns praising God with a loud voice and he lays prostrate at Jesus' feet, and he thanks Jesus for healing him. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. This offer of praise and thanksgiving is different, however, for Luke tells us that this man was a Samaritan, not a Jew. In verses 17 and 18, we hear Jesus' questions, which will lead us to the point of the story. Were not ten made clean, he asks. But where are the other nine? Was no one found returning to give praise to, to God except for this foreigner? Three very important questions. And from Jesus' questions, we can assume that the other nine were Israelites. Is the faith of this Samaritan, this foreigner, to be uh, to exceed the faith of the Israelites? And what would that imply during the time of Jesus' ministry? And here's the point. The Samaritan, the foreigner, has been healed, along with the other nine. But this man has not just been healed, but he has been saved. The Greek word for heal that Jesus uses in verse 19 is sozo, which means not just to heal, but to save. You see, what the story is telling us is that all 10 were healed, but this man from Samaria, he had also been saved by his faith. Jesus says in that final verse to this man, rise up and go, your faith has made you well. Your faith has saved you. This is an amazing healing of 10 lepers. But the real revelation is salvation by faith. Of all people, a foreigner. Jesus seems to be reflecting upon why the nine Israelites would not have turned back to God to give thanks and praise like this foreigner. Why they had not repented, not in the sense of crying out um, all these terrible things that I've done, but rather, why would one not turn back to God when one has received such a, a phenomenal gift from God? And so Jesus's questions resonate with me. Do they resonate with you? What are we called to give thanks for? And what will turn us back to God? 
pray that god will bless your reflection upon this devotion and that god will bless your day.